there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. I'm Luke Robertson. I'm Cam Smith. I'm Andrew Saltmarsh. Again, Salty, you were... Low? Too low? Yeah, no, you just need to give it a bit more pip. I'm, yeah. just, I was, I'm trying to add gravitas. Uh, but it's low energy. Yeah, uh, you are low energy. Um, we've poured you delicious sparkling water. I haven't had any. That's probably... Yeah. I haven't had any you yet. You need yeah. to stay hydrated. And rightly so, because it's Israeli sparkling water. Yeah. <laughs> Make this an anti-Semitic sparkling water. No, I'm just saying we're going to be talking about Mossad today. Are we talking about... What are we talking about today? We're 100% talking about Mossad today because we're going to be talking about Port Arthur. That's exciting. Mm. Probably not for people involved. It's pretty tragic. No. Um, But I am interested to get into Port Arthur. Cam, do we want to start with that or do you want to start with Flat Earth? Let's start with Port Arthur. Can we start with Flat Earth because I think it's going to be quicker. I think you'll find that Port Arthur's going to be quicker because we don't want to linger on a tragic <laughs> event. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, let's start with Port Arthur. Uh, and then we can expand from Port Arthur to the flat earth on which it lies. So you, Cam, sent a, a message today via, or the other day via a messaging thing mm. saying, I can't find it, we've got a few, a few days back, saying that you are on board with Port Arthur now, you think it's a conspiracy. No, well, okay. We said that we were going to talk about Port Arthur. So I started reading Mm -hmm. all of the points for Mm. why it didn't happen. Or, well, not why it didn't happen, because this was before they'd worked out that you can just say things didn't happen. Mm. This is back when you had to actually do some legwork and provide an alternative explanation. So I started reading all the points about why it was fake, but not like... Real, but not... Real, but not what they said. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no... (laughs) <laughs> get, me, get me some alternative facts to this quickly Because they're convincing me Right Well, but the thing is When you read like 10 points in a row Where it's like each one's more convincing than the last Yeah yeah, You're like, oh, what if though When you're reading someone that's making an argument To, to fit their narrative mm. Can work sometimes So I was reading this one Like there's a few different arguments. There was one. This is one that's like floats around the internet. It's like, hey, can we say what the Port Arthur? If people might not know what the Port Arthur massacre so the, was. The Port Arthur massacre was a massacre in Port Arthur, which is like a tourist 
Yeah, it, used, it, it was a prison. Yeah. yeah, it was a convict. It's a historical convict place in Tasmania. Mm. And basically, what happened? I think was it 1996. Mm. Around then, yeah. There was this guy called Martin Bryant who lived in Tasmania nearby. Uh, if memory serves, he'd had some sort of weird relationship with an older woman. Mm. He's supposed. He's supposed to be of a low IQ, mm. although I question how someone with such a low IQ could pull off such military-style manoeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> He's jumped straight in. He has jumped straight in. But uh, this this older woman died and left him an inheritance. Do, do you know the circumstances in which she died? I think it was just normal. Uh, she was just well, old. no. No. So he... It was in a car crash. He was in the car. Right. The car veered suddenly. Mm. She had commented in the past to people that he has grabbed the wheel right. while she's driving along. Right. Uh, it was from the, the little thing that I read about that, that seemed pretty suspicious. Yeah. Painted him, obviously, a little bit unhinged. Do people ever try and incorporate that into the conspiracy theory, though? That doesn't really come up in the conspiracy theory. No, see, I never come across that at all in no, Well, because it doesn't help if you're trying to prove that he's innocent. No. Um, there's also. Uh, you know, carry on, carry on. Well, that's, that's just kind of a So anyway, she died, apparently in suspicious circumstances. Yep. <laughs> he inherited a fair whack of money. $500,000 and a yeah. mansion. Uh, so yeah, he had this mansion, but then he wanted to buy this other house, which belonged to this, or it belonged to like another, some other people, or it was being, it was on the market. Mm. Right. Mm. But I think it got sold to some other people. Yeah. And he was really angry about that. because Seascape. He had his eyes on it. Yeah. So one day he went there and shot them. Mm. And then after that... They stabbed one of them, I think, as well. Yeah. Well, he right. killed them. Yeah. Then he drove to the... I think it's called the Broad Arrow Cafe yeah. mm-hmm. at Port Arthur mm-hmm. and started opening fire mm-hmm. and sort of just walked around shooting people. Right. And then he left there, shot some people like in a car. Burn, yeah. Did he burn someone? Set some cars point? on fire or something. Yeah. 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 I think he, like he set fire to some cars in the, in the car park. Mm. Then he went to somewhere else, maybe... His own? No, he went to Seascape. He went to see. Yeah, I thought. It, I thought it started at the Arrow Cafe and ended at Seascape. Started, burnt started down. Started at Seascape. Yeah. Went. No, sorry. Started at Seascape. Yep. They went to Port Arthur. Right. Then he went to the toll road thingo. Yeah. It was a toll road area. Hijacked a car. Went back to Seascape. Right. With then, a hostage in the car and yeah. then also the two dear people inside the house. Yeah. Right. So then he holed up in there. He killed the hostage. He set fire to the house and then, you know, once you've set fire to a house that you're, you know. Mm. Sieging in, you've mm. like got limited options. Yeah. And then he left the house and he was arrested. Which mm. I think goes back to his supposed low IQ that he was holding himself up in a house that he set fire to. Yes. It's not the work of a genius. No. no. So, I, uh, one theory I read said that he was knocked out in the house by some sort of drug or some sort of, you know, agent thing. And then the house is on fire. And that's why he ran out because he woke up. Because something probably fell on him, right. and he caught fire because his back was on fire. Because his front wasn't on fire, that was proof that he didn't set the fire. What if mm. he was doing like a hard man thing and he lit it and threw it over his shoulder? And yeah, went, ah, yeah, got him in the back. <laughs> I mean, one thing we do know for sure: fire is very predictable in yeah. an old house. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like you can know exactly how it's going to work. So, so he was then arrested. Yeah, uh, he. Wasn't confessing. He didn't confess at first under questioning, mm. uh, which, and then he changed his tune. He he was gonna, basically, he was gonna be like, plead not guilty, blah blah blah. His lawyer convinced him. Look, they know you did it. It's 
there's all of the evidence is stacked up against you. The best thing you can do for yourself is plead guilty. So he changed what he was going to do there. Mm. And there was so then there was no trial, which is held up as being mm. very suspicious. Mm. Mm. But he was like not going to plead guilty. And then he decided to. It's like, well, what did they do? Then he was put in jail and he's been in jail ever since. Mm. Mm. I think mainly in solitary confinement, which again is held up as being suspicious. Yes. But also it's what you do when someone goes to prison who's just killed a bunch of kids, mm. generally. Mm. Um, recent prison stories uh, have him trading chocolate for sexual favours. Mm. Right. Uh, it doesn't say if he's taking or giving the chocolate. Um, I like that you chose to specify the chocolate, chocolate. rather than the sexual <laughs> favours. Um, and so he's obviously part, he's also apparently been violent in prison as well and yeah. attack guards and stuff. Um, all, all kind of in line with being pretty sadistic. Uh, also, I think this might have been on, on Wiki, so I don't know the exact source on this. Probably about as verifiable as anything else out there, though. Uh, he was known as, as like torturing animals as a kid, yeah. which is you know, all my pretty uh, common trait. People that go crazy. Uh, so, Cam, what compelled you to think well, to to maybe believe it was a, a Mossad or a well, the, conspiracy. Uh, just before we get into that, the other thing that has come out um, about like the days after his arrest in the last few years, because it was all, I think there's there's like video stuff, there's all the all the stuff that's been like sealed up. Mm. But a few years ago, it came out. I think it was like his con- the audio of his confession, because there was this this whole big part of the conspiracy is that you know they've coerced him into pleading guilty. But basically, what happened is. They got him into the interview room and they're like, Martin, tell us why did you do it? And he's like, I didn't do it. And then does a big wink. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, that video came out not long ago, right? Yeah, he's, he's like, it, was, it wasn't me, officer. And then does a huge wink. And they're like, do you realise that we're not just, it's not just audio tape, <laughs> it's videotape. And he's like, oh. <laughs> so like... That's a, that's the sort of evidence that there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've seen some of that video where they're talking about the types of guns and stuff. And he's like, yeah, that's a pretty good gun. And he's real jovial in the interview and stuff. And it's like, that's really weird. The gun thing, because a lot of people say he's never had any training before and he wasn't very accurate. Uh, and he's like, you know... Is kill to death. A lot of people say his kill to death ratio, or is, is whatever it is. Like, I made some notes. Do you want me to? Yeah, yeah what's these notes, baby? You can never get pulled over with this notebook. No, no, don't. <laughs> no one ever pull me over with this notebook because in a few months it's going to be insane. So this is saying that in less than one minute, twenty people were dead. Nineteen by a single shot to the head. Less than thirty minutes, there were six separate crime scenes. Thirty-five people dead. Twenty-two wounded. Two cars stopped with bullets, 64 bullets total shot by the time he left Port Arthur. So, yeah, they say that the ratio of like bullets shot to bullets that caused a death is like too low Mm. to not have special training. Yeah. But I was also reading that someone else saying, someone who's not crazy, saying that... uh, (laughs) Like all of the shots that killed people, he he was just walking right up to people and shooting them. Yes, it was a very small place. It's like imagine that if you're in a cafe mm. and someone walks in with a gun and just starts walking up to people and shooting them. Yeah, with a semi-automatic rifle, or it was an automatic rifle, wasn't it? Yeah, an yeah. AR-15. Yeah, 
So he's just walking up, shooting people in the head. Yeah. And but apparently, any time he tried to like shoot anyone who was a little bit away, he missed. Yeah. Any all the outside ones, he missed pretty badly. I think. Yeah. Like. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of. Is it? But he wasn't even getting people in the head. He was getting them in the neck a lot of time. Yeah. So it wasn't really accurate. He needed to lift his thing. One of the people things people were saying was uh, he was. The shooter was right-handed and he shot with his left hand. Yeah. He's left-handed. They were shot from the right hip. Yeah. Uh, the gun wasn't even up. It was like down, which I think was also a big thing about the accuracy. Yeah. Was that he wasn't like aiming the gun. He was shooting from the hip. Yeah. But that seems strange. But well, again, if you're standing up and everyone's sitting down in a cafe and you're walking around shooting me in the head, you're going to have the gun low anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd notice what side they were shooting from if I was being shot at. No. But anyway, um, the idea that it's like a Mossad psyop mm. was started by this guy called Joe Vialis, mm. who wrote a book called, I think, Deadly Deception at Port Arthur, which came out pretty much straight away, or like really soon after it happened. And this was his idea was that he was secretly a Mossad operative. And I don't think really explained, like, just the idea. I think we're supposed to, like, just get why Mossad would want. To disarm the Australian populace It's another one of those examples of why Well I saw a I did see one reason Which was You know They had to Take our guns off us Because people are like They need to do these things To take our guns off us But then no one's like Why do they need to take the guns off us Yeah I did see one explanation though Which was that there was Like Australia was going to be The new headquarters of the new world order It's not geographically convenient though well, who knows, mate? As if you don't want to get attacked by other people. Yeah, yeah. fair but enough. There wasn't even that wasn't even going to be a worry because, like, we were the people. The new New World Order would have like people from twenty different countries, and there's supposed to be like this housing development in Canberra where they're all going to live. Okay. So there was like there's going to be twenty houses, one for each country that was part of the new New World Order. Yeah, but it's like. If you're going to set... Let's say you set up the New World Order in Australia. Yeah. Why would you do it in Canberra? Yeah, you do it somewhere fun. Yeah, you do it somewhere that's not <laughs> shit. Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Melbourne with its laneway culture. Yeah. You can't get a good coffee in Canberra to save yourself. <laughs> no. Sydney, you view of the harbour. Yeah. On the Gold Coast, the three best countries could have a theme park each. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that, and that's the kind of thinking that, that... I don't know, maybe we need to take over the New World Order. Um... Nimbin? Nimbin? Yeah. Or, like, fuck, number one t- holiday destinations in the world. Mm. I'm thinking, like, south of France. Yeah. Because no, no doubt the New World would love delicious red wine. But then yeah. you have to disarm all of Europe. I think maybe the thinking is it's easier to disarm Australia. Yeah. Which, yeah. as it turned out, it was. Yeah, it, it was. It was, yeah. But, but the other thing is, look at how easy it was to disarm Australia. Australians are like, fuck authority, silent majority, yeah, raised by the system. Now I'm going to rise against it. <laughs> no, Australians like talk a big game about how rebellious they are. Yeah, but when it comes down to it, when someone says, "All right, guys, we," you have to admit that this gun thing is out of control. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give us all your guns. Australians are like, "Yep, yeah, no worries." Right. Yeah. So why would people think that if we were like, "All right, guys, uh, the new world order is moving into Canberra," everyone has to go along with it? Yeah. Why do they think that Australians wouldn't be like, oh, well, yeah. I guess yeah. new boss, same as the old boss. <laughs> <Crikey."> <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, so was there any evidence then that, that compelled you more than that? Well, okay. So the there is one thing which is like, I don't believe it was a Mossad psyop. Okay. There's one weird thing though, which is that he did the, he's supposed to have done a Beirut triple. Yeah, I read that as well, yeah. What's a Beirut triple? It's where you take out a, a moving car. It's it's a thing they do over in the Middle East to take out primed car bombs. Where one, they shoot one bullet that sights the shot. The next bullet takes out the driver and the next bullet takes out the engine. Okay. Stops the car. Bomb can't hit the building. Right. What do they on the, the site so they can get distance and stuff? Yeah. So one to just kind of, you know, a bit to the left, bang, engine. Right. That's w- it's weird though, because I was reading that in like Deadly Deception. Yeah. But in the past when I've read about the Beirut Triple, it's been one to take out the engine block one in the chest and then one in the head to confirm the kill. Okay. Right. So there's so, a few different definitions yeah. of this, See, I took, of I took mine from move. I took mine from What's-His-Face's book. Yeah. So if yeah. you take it from the book, missing is okay because you're supposed to miss. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how missing a moving car would help you then hit the moving car. Well, then you're like, oh, I've got to adjust slightly. Yeah. He's but moving the X amount of kilometres an hour. I've got to adjust for angles. That That seems like a very quick... Well, if you're an expertly trained combat marksman, you would make that adjustment pretty quickly. I feel like if I was an expertly trained combat mar- marksman, shooting a bullet past a car isn't going to help me see anything because like, I can't see That's because you that haven't well. done the training. Mm. This is exactly what someone who has done the training would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. Um, yeah, I feel like that's an... Like, I, I would be able to like see a tree next to the car or a lamb out in this car and get a better gauge of where that car is. Or see the car itself. And then just shoot the person in the car. Look at this bloke. So bloody good. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I just I just Googled Beirut Triple for uh, just to see what like wiki or anything had anything on it. Mm. Everything I got was about um, Port Arthur. But that's probably just because that's what I've been looking up all day. Yeah, no, I think... Right, Emma, if you listen to this, I've been working all day and being constructive like a regular <laughs> regular part of society. So, yeah, there's that. But, like, that's just... If you just shoot a couple of bullets at a car... Yeah, that happens to stop. And it happens to stop. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And it's like, also, it's really clear that he did it. People, <laughs> saw, people saw him doing it. So there were people, like... One of the funny things people were saying, oh, he had shoulder-length blonde hair, but really it was collar-length. And it wasn't wavy, it was straight. It was like, yeah. You look at all the photos of him, and because some people said he had white hair or whatever, you look at all the photos of him, and then you look at the description. It's like, yeah, I could see someone say that's shoulder length white or collar length curvy, because he's got like floppy, and someone described him as looking like a surfer in his 20s. Yeah. He had a baby face. Yeah. If, if I saw all the photos of him, I went, yeah, that's exactly what that yeah. looks like. There's, I also remember from a few years ago, there was like this thing where. After it happened, like, there was a few photos that the media could have used and there's one where he looks, like, fucking angelic mm. and then there's one where he just has crazy eyes. Yeah. Oh, the crazy, <laughs> the eye crazy eye photo. Yeah. And yeah. They, they used the crazy eye photo and people are like, why would they do that? It's like, because... That's it, a good photo. Yeah, yeah, it fits the story of... <laughs> it's like, I can see, like, what you're getting at, but it fits the story in normal media usage... They're not going to use the nice photo if they have a crazy eye photo. <laughs> um, yeah, crazy eye photos sell papers. But what? Yeah, what sort of was convincing me is like I'm reading this list of 
coincidences. Mm-hmm. And it's like there was a uh, like there was some medical conference in yeah. Hobart happening. Yeah. Some, with like some surgeons. With like hundreds of surgeons and things. And there was like a journalist conference mm. with thousands of journalists. Mm. And it's like was there? There was the, the I didn't actually look at the journalist one because my thought on that is if I was going to stage a big crime, mm. I wouldn't invite more people that are possibly going to question that story. Yeah. No. Or see all my little dodgy cover-up things. Yeah, I would do it somewhere where there's no journalists. Yeah. Um, obviously, the, the reply to that is because they're on the narrative, but that why bring them on the narrative for no reason? Yeah. Uh, the, the surgeon one, I think there was like 25 in total mm. and they, weren't, they didn't get involved at all. Yeah. They didn't take part in, in helping out. When she's saying to me, Salty, that uh, there was like some weird thing with the doctors going to the hospital. One of the websites I was looking at was like, the media reported that all these people were shot in this place, blah, 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 blah. And nurses and doctors were rushed to hospitals around Hobart or whatever, or wherever, you know, Port Arthur. And the guy had decided to interpret that as only the injured nurses and doctors at Port Arthur were rushed to the hospitals. (laughs) Not they put a lot of staff on to take care of everyone who's been <laughs> tragically injured. And it's like, this guy's just clutching at anything for this. The one um, that kept on coming up that I couldn't answer was, oh, I, I answered it eventually, was the morgue truck. Did you guys come across the morgue truck? Oh, yes. The, this was the one that actually got me wondering. Okay. I, I've, I've found the reasoning for the morgue truck. Okay. So the morgue truck, uh, basically there was a, 16, some stories say 16, others say 22 person morgue truck that was used to transport the bodies that the Tasmanian government allegedly bought in the lead up to this. Yeah. And the question is, why would you do that if you, unless you knew? Yeah, well, they, they bought it and they were like, it, it came in really useful for transporting the bodies. And then after it, they sold it off. Yeah, it was sold like two years later, yeah. which is an unverified little like photocopy. This was used in the thingo like yeah. ad that I've seen. Um, but they didn't buy it at all. It was just like they had a, a contractor that yeah. was the body transporting contractor guy and he built this ridiculous truck. Yeah. Uh, and it just sounds like he's a crazy dude that built a ridiculous truck. Yeah. And then, oh shit, we've now... Lucky that crazy guy built a ridiculous truck yeah, with yeah. bodies in it. Yeah. Up and until it, that point, people have been like, why do we have this fucking <laughs> truck? <laughs> yeah. But also like, again, why would you do that if you're gonna wanting to create chaos and mm. like... Yeah. Why would you want to preserve the like yeah, yeah. more than you yeah. needed to? And and another one that was like all the heads of the all the people the, the managers at the Port Arthur thing were away that day on some conference. Oh yeah, there was a thing. They're all away on a conference that had like no set agenda. Yeah, and it's like yeah, that's it's any any fucking dumb business <laughs> has like a corporate away day where they send all the managers off. They're like, there's not even an agenda. And I, I don't know what the reasoning. Like what that point that people when they say that what they're making is were the managers in on it or were they trying to save the managers? Mm. Either way, it doesn't really make any sense. It's like yeah, it's stupid. The best thing though is that there is another theory that Jovialis was the shooter. Oh okay, I didn't I didn't I saw the thing on that. I didn't come across it. What yeah. can you explain that? No, just some people are like how does this guy know so much about what really happened unless he was there pulling the trigger? Right. But the other thing about Joe Vialis, so he says it was a Mossad psyop, but then if you look at his other greatest hits, pretty much everything's a Mossad psyop as far as he's concerned. <laughs> so, so, so do you think 
everything's a Mossad psyop, or this person just has an issue with Mossad. Yeah, so he he put uh, the Lockerbie bombing on Mossad. Oh yeah, which I think Gaddafi put his hand up for eventually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he put like there was a a policewoman in the UK who was shot, and like the shots came from the Libyan embassy, or like he got put on the Libyans anyway. And Gaddafi also years later put his hand up for that one. Right. Yeah. But he's like, he had like this crazy proof that it was really Mossad. But then also stuff like uh, the Bali bombing Mossad again. Okay. Which even Jemaya Islamea was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. It was Mossad. It wasn't us. But uh, the, <clears throat> then you get to like the uh, 2004 uh, tsunami in Aceh. Oh, yeah, right. Mossad. Yeah, that That's was like a, an eco bomb or something, wasn't it? Jovialis. <laughs> I think you're you're pushing you're pushing the friendship a little here, buddy. There was one other guy who was I wrote notes or something. He was just like everything is done by the Zionist Jews. All of these uh, like massacres that we think were done by other people didn't happen. The Zionist Jews set it up. Except when this Zionist Jew murdered all those people. Oh, that same one, yeah. <laughs> that happened. That's the only one that ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of them were fakes. Made up by them. Um, I'm not even going to research that one. That one definitely <laughs> happened. I, I also wrote down a couple of things. Uh, another thing people claim proves that it was conspiracy was the police were called away. Like the yeah. two policemen on duty were called away to some like fake, the fake heroin, heroin thing. Yeah, the, well, they were called away to a real heroin thing, and then when they got there, the heroin was fake. Yeah, yeah. But the police were allegedly in on all this anyway. Yeah. So why would you call them away if they're in on it? Yeah. Just, well, why well, maybe. Maybe you need to make up something that's not real. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the two like local hillbilly cops who were local weren't in on it. Uh, okay. And it was Arc. Arc yeah, yeah. Above their pay grade. Above their, yeah. Yeah. But the journalists that they all invited to the conference yeah. and the managers of Port Arthur Prison were on it. It's like, yeah. Why? Like, why? If you're the cops making up stuff to do this, why wouldn't you come up with a narrative where at least you look good? Yeah, like you're like, oh, we made a huge heroin bust. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. You just take the heroin, yeah, out of lo- out of the evidence lockup and put it there. Yeah, like, oh, at least, well, you know, one good news story. Or if you're willing to murder 35 people, just do a sneaky stabbing somewhere else. Yeah, to get people. Yeah. Uh, another comment. Another couple of things I noted down. Old PK Truth, uh, our friend from last week, he made a, made a video about it. He was unhappy that uh, in prison Martin Bryant's weight has fluctuated. Yeah, um, he's like, how would his weight fluctuate? Was his big question because he's in prison. He's not. You know, he's got a bit of a routine, so that's. He's obviously the one receiving the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but does, does PK Truth take issue with uh, the fact that it really happened? I don't. I don't. No, he he doesn't agree that it happened. Okay. But but so and part of the evidence is that that Martin Bryant. Like, what we didn't realize in the nineties is that they would use actors. Yeah, crisis corpses. I didn't. I, I don't know if I. I might have skimmed through PK's video. Mm. Um, I did read the term crisis corpse when I was reading stuff. <laughs> um, he also wasn't happy that uh, Martin Bryant allegedly tried to commit suicide uh, because, and this is a quote: "If he wasn't successful, how did we know he tried?" Um. Rope burn around his neck. Yeah, yeah. PK um, misses a lot of stuff, I find. 
<laughs> Another thing, I found a, a thread on Big Footy. He struggles with the details. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Uncle, the, big, the Big Footy Forum, uh, which is the AFL forum here in Australia. How many pages did the, the, the Port Arthur that was 30, thread go for? 36. 36 pages. And on Big Footy. Before yep. it was locked by a mod. I don't know if it was locked. Um, <laughs> this is going off topic. It's not about the football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, um, and then there was a mention of another Port Arthur thread. And someone was like, hey, we've got two threads about this going. Right. Can yeah. we combine them? I don't know if they had been combined maybe they'll merge that's why it was 36 yeah pages. i didn't i didn't go obviously into it uh much further but basically anyone that disagreed that it, or anyone that believes the official version was a shill on yeah. big footy so under that narrative people some uh, some people are paying people to go shill on an afl forum website yeah for the port arthur massacre is that any less likely than people paying us to shill right now They're, well yeah. I think would be more likely to be being chilled because podcast is more legitimate than Big Footy. Well, Big Footy is pretty popular. Mm. People do want to pay us to debunk things. Yeah, if this does get some sponsorship, can we call it? Can we just call ourselves shills? Yeah, yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Big Footy tackled it, uh, and yeah, everyone that disagreed with the shill. Yeah, but it's like it's like with all of these things, it's predicated on the notion that no one will talk, mm. and it's like. I don't know. Do you guys know anyone from Mossad? They like what a leading question. Mossad that is. people love to brag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else on Port Arthur? Do you have anything else in your notebook? No, I wrote just not really. Just the facts. Well, the so-called facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the alleged facts. Uh, you know, it was the Zionist Jews, the Rothschild cabal, the Rockefeller clique were all involved. Apparently. Okay. That's 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 going down the path of it didn't actually happen because mm. there's the two things like Cam said at the start before they could just dismiss things as being a slap and not actually happening they had to actually go well it did happen but not as you thought mm. um, so that was the first thing I looked at now the rest of my notes are just about you know what we've talked about how he was apparently low IQ and yeah so all the points that made that made me think like how did he do all that when he was so dumb and, mm. yeah. But it's like, you don't have to be that smart to pull a trigger. No. But it's like, yeah. It's weird because it's, it's a really, it's not mainstream, but it's sort of quasi-mainstream theory in like the fringes of Australian politics, which are apparently not that fringe anymore. Like a lot of One Nation candidates. Like, yeah. Recently, some One Nation candidates have gotten pinged for like having stuff about it on their Facebook. But it's like, I would bet you Bitcoins to cronuts that <laughs> like... <laughs> Pretty much every One Nation candidate would be like, "Well, thank God I didn't post about that because I do <laughs> <Yeah>. believe." <that." laughs> um, but it's what, like it's this idea that so you, what they're saying is that John Howard has arranged all this, yeah. And the idea that John Howard would like set up this scenario where he had to do this deeply unpopular political move of banning automatic weapons—it's yeah. like why would you do that? He had just gotten into power at the time, hadn't he? Yeah. So. If you wanted to do something, you could probably have got it through pretty easily, right? Just writing a popular I mean, ticket still. Yeah. If you well, if you wanted to get rid of all of the like, if you wanted to get rid of all the guns to bring it usher in the new world order. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It would have been a bit of a tricky move, but on the other hand, this wasn't like the first massacre in Australia. Yeah. No. Like it came on the back of a bunch of like high-profile gun crimes. Mm. It simply didn't hurt Mm. but i mean i think the reason that i can look at all of the evidence that it didn't happen and be like well i don't think that's right 
is that the New World Order didn't take over yeah. after no. they took all our guns. No. Yeah. Um, the, the sort of net positive of taking those particular guns or the, the, the sort of the gun changes was mm. a, a positive in the sense that gun massacre is... Stopped. Aren't really happening in Australia yeah. anymore. But like in the su- in the subsequent twenty one years or whatever it is, yeah, it's like nothing has happened. Yeah, that they said was going to happen. Yeah. So unless they're playing the long game, <laughs> yeah. history, like yeah, history is on the side of that it probably happened. Yeah, and, def- and also that he was seen doing all this stuff. Yeah, and yeah. yes, it happened, and they took our guns away. Yeah, and so what? Yeah, like. Good. We're not being stamped, stamped, trampled under fascism. Yeah, yeah. Now I notice uh, on your book there, salty. Yes. Not only do you have a sticker of the hypothetical institute, yeah. but it's some sort of map. Jesus Christ! Yeah, treasure map. How's that for a segue? Wor- this is the worst segue I've ever heard. It's brilliant. It's entirely based upon something that no one can see. It's got a map. Got a map. Dear Look listeners, a map. Shall we uh, take a short break and discuss? Oh, did you just put your book flat on the... I just put the book flat. The map is flat. Can we take a short break and we'll discuss how to do a proper segue, i.e., speaking of Port Arthur, it's on top of something. (laughs) The world, (laughs) which is flat. Let's take a short break. The flat earth. Is it flat? No. No. The earth is not flat. It's <laughs> End <round>. of episode. <laughs> Cue music. Wrap it up. No. Oh, I thought I was going to be on to such... I've done very little research on how the earth is flat. I thought I had something great for you guys. Because after the last episode, I went to my book shelf. Mm. And I was, oh, I was looking Fancy. at my conspiracy books. And I have one called Fine Print 2 by Brian Wilshire. Mm. And it's uh, he was like this... Sydney, like, shock jock radio guy on, like, one of the big stations, like 2UE or 2GB or something. He was like a Alan Jones wannabe that was on sort of late at night. And he got in his... I think his biggest claim to fame is he got in trouble for, like, recommending that his listeners drink lead or something stupid. As in, like, it would have health benefits. Yeah, yeah, some sort of alternative health thing where this radio station was like, you have to stop saying this on the air. It's real, like... That's poison. <laughs> um, but I, was, I open up his book and it's like full of all these weirdly specific Australian conspiracies that I think we'll get into. Mm. Like back in the 80s, Telecom had a, like a data center. He's like, why do they have a computer that... Like, why do they have a 50 gigabyte computer in this place? Are they tracking the details <laughs> of every Australian? <laughs> but uh, I opened it up and chapter one, The Flat Earth... I was like, oh, fuck, yes. I'll be bringing something to the table. But then he's like, oh, they laughed at Galileo when he said the earth wasn't flat. It's like, well, you should call it the round earth then. Don't name your chapter the flat earth if you're on board with the earth being round. So flat earth, flat earthers mm-hmm. call people that believe it's round yeah. globe earthers. Globe earthers. So they flipped it. Globe earthers. <laughs> so I, I, I would call myself a globe earther. Yeah. I call myself oh. a globe trotter. Globe Trotter, you're very uh, worldwide, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> uh, I wish I could have whistled the Globe Trotter's thing. Do you know what? That's so frustrating that they're so smug about how everyone else is wrong yeah. when they're the wrongest people going. <laughs> <laughs> that is annoying. So, uh, I, as a crossover into 
my other world, one of my other worlds this week of I really enjoy watching basketball. Yeah. And Flat Earth became a hot topic in the NBA this week yeah. um, with superstar, uh, what was he, his all-star game MVP one year, Kyrie Irving has won a championship. Uh, he's come out and said he believes the Earth's flat. Are there, are there a couple of NBA guys that are on board with this? Draymond Green, another NBA player, is, is kind of on his side and then apparently in a podcast in 2010. Right. He, he's also on board with the believing there's flat. Did Shaq ever get on board? I don't think Shaq ever did. <laughs> I think Shaq's tall enough to see the curvature, isn't he? <laughs> I think Shaq has just says a lot of things. Like, um, why is it these NBA guys though? Wouldn't so so Kyrie's thing was whole, like they said, you know, hey, that's a bit, bit cooked, mate. Yeah. And he, he's like, oh, you know, they've taught us so many things in school over the years that. You know that, that weren't true. He didn't give any examples. I feel like leading with something that definitely turned out to not be true. Yeah, should be your example. Yeah, yeah. not that the Earth flat that is clearly untrue. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so that's that's his kind of justification. And was, then a were either of you guys ever taught anything at school that turned out to not be true? Yeah, the uh, the mouldy days of the week in New Zealand, uh, we were taught different different words that aren't actually the the actual words. Why did they teach you the wrong words? They were like English bastardizations, which I should, in hindsight, maybe I wasn't very bright. I should have tweaked at the time. But was that just your teacher? No, no, I think it was like... Was that just like an overall racist thing? Overall racist thing. And then like after I left school, they were corrected because I mentioned it to my mum once and she's like, oh yeah, they were not That's so wrong. We we stopped being that racist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's just just a... um, Society catching up with itself, kind of thing, right? It's not like you taught like was taught something scientific that then turned out to not be true. Well, I was taught something that didn't turn out. We to be were true, taught eh? that Pluto was a planet. Yeah, yeah. But then they they, they that's, changed they that. Just changed it. Uh, Finaday was what I always thought was Wednesday in Maldi. Right, but it's just I should have been. It's so obvious. It was, was the day of the week just Finaday? Pretty much with Finaday. day on the end. No, it's like R A E. All right, Fina. Ray. Yeah. But it's like they're just making day sound like Ray. Pretty much. And just making Wenner sound like yeah. Fenner. Yeah. I was in primary school. It wasn't like I wasn't studying for exams or anything. Oh, and Fenner is like with a W, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's W-H. D- that's W-H. So it's W-H-E-N-A-R-A-E. It's a massive piss take. How did they think they could get away with that? <laughs> Turns out they could. <laughs> yeah, right. So, to Kyrie's <laughs> point... Maybe. Is that what he was thinking of, do you think? Yeah. No. Well, he was born in Australia. The thing about education... Is Actually, he would have been... Sli- oh, I don't know how, if he went to school in Australia. Anyway. The thing about schooling, though, is to be fair to him, like the way it sort of works is they do teach you wrong things to start with. Like they, they're like, this is how this works. And mm. then when you're a bit older, they introduce like the more complicated concepts relating to those things. I don't think the original ones are wrong, though. Like oh. the cat is still on the mat. <laughs> we just know that there was a whole lot of socio-economic things leading to that situation. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think there's, I think there's like scientific concepts where when you're like in grade one, they're like, "This is how the world works," and then when you're in year twelve, they're like, "Just kidding, sucker." Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> All right, so you understand that existing concept. Here's like the complicated version of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it simplifying would, things. It's it was more complicated than you thought. Yeah. So it's not wrong though. Maybe. Mummy and daddy love each other and then a baby comes along. Yeah. Next minute, bow, 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 yeah. Bow, you get taught the real thing and it's like... And also like mum might not quite love dad. She just, yeah. you know, needed emotional support for that time in her life and dad thought she was a bit of a right but he could have had a crush on someone else. Yeah. He definitely could have helped his 
He could have put forward a better case. Yeah, and then a reporter asked him, because it's All-Star Weekend in the NBA at the moment. What does that mean? Uh, so it means that like a lot of the, the best players get together and they play against each other and kind of a, an exhibition-y kind of game. And right. It means everyone kind of gets a break from... A lot of show voting happening? Oh, God, I watched the game today. It was a fucking boringest thing. Ever. Oh, we'll do a dunk. Play defence. Defence is still... Inter- anyway. Um... I hear well, the best well, offense is a good defense. Exactly. Yeah, so just dunk. <laughs> um, so defense is a good dunk. <laughs> <laughs> so because there's nothing to be talked about in the NBA this weekend, that kind of like caught fire. And a reporter actually asked him, hey, you know, you believe in flat earth? And he said, you know, if I did, is that wrong? And the reporter said, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, it's been in the news. So flat earth is going mainstream. Yeah. Which is bizarre. Well, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it's it's been mainstream before, though. Yes, before like we pre Galileo, before we worked it out. <laughs> Did you, we talk about like why are this NBA guy has got to catch flights? What team's yes. he on? The uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. So when he plays the Clippers mm. or the Lakers, yep, or the the Red Sox, it's not a basketball team, but yep, he'd have to get on a plane. They're yes. not catching a steamboat. Yes. So look out the window, dude. Yes. Uh, can you see? I think you can when you're on a plane. You can see the curvature, well, right? I don't know. You I've seen it's not fucking flat. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, okay. Yeah. I, I did, in looking at flat earth websites, I did see a lot of photos out plane windows of people going, still flat. Yeah. And it was it was pretty straight horizon. Mm. I've seen there's one of a pilot's window, but like the amount of curvature... You're not going to see like you jump up in the air and you see that there's yeah. round like, like the, those scientific things where they said we had one thing here and one thing six miles away and they could still see each other. Yeah. Why, if there's a curve, shouldn't they be blocking each other out? Yeah. Like, I don't think the circumference of the Earth is that small that six miles is going to have that much of a curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of famous famous ones. The Chicago photos, I think it's sixty miles across the bay, and but that they they kind of misrepresent. They get the math wrong basically. Um, and it's you can weird. still see the buildings. Yeah. Here's, the, a, here's a little thought experiment they could take. Why don't you have one person stand at one point and then have another person walk past where they can see them yeah. and see if they fall off? <laughs> <laughs> um, and now I watched uh, our friend from last week as well, Russian Vids. Yeah. He's got some flat earth, uh, some recent flat earth videos. Right. He quotes a lot of scripture. Um, he used uh, a passage from Isaiah who said in one stage that the earth uh, was a circle and then another time he said something about throwing a ball. Yeah. So he had a concept of a ball. Why would he then say that the earth was a circle if it's not yeah. flat? Look, look, no It offense. wasn't flat? Yeah. <laughs> or was a flat circle? He's saying that it was a circle. He didn't even really imply that it was flat or right, part of the Right, but it was circular. Yeah. 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 No offence to anyone who's religious. Yeah. But all of those books were written before we worked it out. Yeah. It's not a scientific text. No. Uh, and even if it was, things have changed over a long time. But yeah, I did notice that it's like a sort of weird thing that I don't think they like, they talk about, there's all this talk about like NASA shills and like these are the people who are trying to, a lot of it sort of gets combined into, they just don't want you to know. Yeah. But I think there is sort of an under, a religious undercurrent to a lot of it mm. where it's like they want to keep you away from being close to God. Mm. Right. 
And if you believe that the earth is round, then you can't go to heaven, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So the flat and then there's kind of the flat earth and there's a dome above the earth, which mm. is the atmosphere and the sun is only quite small and that moves around. And then God's above that. Mm. Mm. So hand in hand, flat earthers must also be moonlighting deniers, right? Yes. yes. So that's all about the radiation Absolutely. belt. It has to be, right. Yeah. So Cam and I were talking the other day. And I was watching Alex Jones ranting about the moon landing being real, but the footage being fake. Yeah. And I've always been a very... Of course, we landed on the moon. Yeah. Of course we did. Everyone watched it. We've all seen it. But I got really on board his arguments about it, it happening, but the footage being fake. And part of it was, yeah, they can't bring the footage back through some radiation belt yeah and cam just goes well no they beamed it live from the moon and i was like <laughs> yeah. oh that's right yeah okay i'm an idiot so the radiation belt um and i think we could probably do moon landing another time yeah, but yeah. the radiation belt i think when everyone lets says we can't need to solve the problem of the radiation belt nasa for example they're meaning if you we need to orbit that closely to the earth we need to solve that problem to cut right through it we're fine right. yeah you just can't live in radiation yeah yeah, yeah. but you can fly through it on a, on a rocket uh, so other things I noticed about Russian vids, he said people use fisheye lenses to trick us that the earth is round. Right. <laughs> so when they're up a high and he showed some footage of someone yeah. like, you know, scaling a tower with a fisheye lens. It's like, yeah. see, they're using this to trick you. People here's one with skateboard tricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, here, here's one without the fisheye. Right. It's just they're trying to get you to believe. He also used some meatloaf lyrics. Um, what were the meatloaf lyrics? <laughs> oh, I can't remember, but something about... The Earth is Flat was part of it. I don't think that's in any meatloaf song. Um, yeah, it was. A, he, he had the lyrics and then the song next to it playing. Um, there was some Damien Marley lyrics. There was a movie that I didn't even get the name of, some obscure movie, and they had like something in the background. And it had Science 101. And it had like the, the UN map, which is kind of similar to the map that a lot of the flat earthers use. I can't remember the name of it. Mm. Um, and he's like, see, Science 101 in the background. They're mocking us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was even blurry. You couldn't really see what it was. Uh, that's about the evidence that, that he had for it. Uh, the the most popular one, I think, Cam, you watched a video of that the other day of the flight paths. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't watch that. I, didn't sell I watched that one. That one oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, I like that he was pre- they're presenting it like... Like, the flat earth thing has always been like the domain of like old crazy people. Yeah. Mm. And now it's like they're presenting it in BuzzFeed style. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Here are the six crazy crashes <laughs> yeah. that prove... <laughs> So the, it was funny because the guy had like an inflatable globe yeah. and a flat map yeah. and he was drawing lines around the globe showing where the planes were headed to and from. But they made an emergency landing way up here, yeah. which doesn't make any sense because it's not in the flight path where they were going. But look at this flat map and it's right between the two places they were going. Yeah. So that makes perfect sense. Yeah. It only makes perfect sense if the Earth's flat. If the Earth's flat. Yeah. And the Earth is flat and this particular map that we're all using yep. to say that this is how the countries are laid out. Yeah. It also only makes sense. And that map, I can't remember the name of it, um, but it is I think it's Gaussian or something like that. And some dude made it. Um, we'll just call it the bullshit map. Yeah, the bullshit map. I think AER is another term for it. Um, I can't remember what that's Wait, is this the map that's just like trying to represent what the Earth is like if it was flat? Yeah. But it's not... So, like, the um, UN uses it, pretty much. Yeah. It's not like he set out to be like, the Earth is flat, this is what it would be like. He's like, I'm just trying to do a more accurate representation of what the Earth looks like yeah. in a flat format. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there are many, many variations on, on maps. Like, it's the equivalent of saying, 
I've got a, a, a just a world map, and this proves that it's flat because you know I can draw lines. Uh, so they, yeah, they think it's a disc basically. Yeah, and and at the edge is all the ice, and it's just spinning. Uh, the oh, what's the other one I was going to bring up that Russian Vince was talking about? Oh, Thunderdome was brought up somehow. The movie Thunderdome, Mad Max. Yeah, so um, OK Go had a video clip. Where they went into zero gravity, you know how okay go to the oh, yeah. video clips. Yeah. Oh, they do the craziest oh, clips. So zany. Yeah. Um, the treadmills. Treadmills. <laughs> Those guys. <laughs> uh, and they called it the the outtakes of that the thunder Thunderdome project because I yeah. think the planes that fly to get zero gravity go in an arc, yeah. like yeah. a dome. And so then he tied that back into George Miller being a, a Freemason or something. I kind of lost yeah. what he was talking about <laughs> there, but it's tied into Thunderdome. So the movie Thunderdome is somehow. Well, part is, of this. Is it just like a clue that, like, you know how di- directors, like Kubrick, is supposed to put all these clues about mm. the moon landing in? Mm. It's like, is this just the the Thunderdome guys, like, gotten onto the flat Earth? He's like, here's a little clue Here's for anyone clue. who's yeah. chainsaws. Have yeah. you seen that movie? It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, oh yeah, the 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 lines on the map when they represent the the planes flying around the globe and they draw a line saying, "See, they would be flying this way." Mm. It just works on the theory that planes fly straight up and then straight across straight to their across, destination. Yeah. So one yeah. is like, this plane goes from Australia to Dubai to somewhere else. Why? Yeah. <laughs> they stop at Dubai and get on a different airline that flying the other direction. Yeah. These people have never been on an international yeah. flight before. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. If they'd been on a plane, they could look out the window. Yeah. <laughs> um, so flight paths are just completely alien to this whole conspiracy. Yeah. As is refueling. And <laughs> yeah, refueling and like not all planes go all routes. Direct yeah. in one line, yeah. I don't think I have anything else on I on saw, Flato. I did see, it's a bit of a, um, what do they call it? When you uh, notice things more. Blue car syndrome? Bayer Meinhof? Yeah, the, it's yeah. Been a bit of Bayer Meinhof syndrome going on. I've been noticing all this flat earth stuff on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I saw someone today tweeting that they'd gone on a date with a flat earth guy. Right. And when they asked him why is the government making up that the earth is round, he's like, to sell globes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've seen a globe for a long time. But we've got the internet now. Like, Well, I know where I've seen a globe in a bloody Russian vids video. So it's like you you walked right into that, dude. (laughs) Yeah, so what would be the purpose of the flat earth? So keeping us in the dark about science, basically. Well, I think the main main real reason that people have is it's just to keep people away from understanding the, the truth of God's creation. Right. So that they can't go to heaven. So obviously when you consider that the new world order that controls everything is run by Satanists, Mm. Makes sense, mm. but if you don't, <laughs> if you're not quite on board with that, then it doesn't make sense. But then it's like, why is some random NBA guy getting on board with that? I think it's sort of main, like there's, it's, it's not mainstream. Yeah. It's mainstreaming. Yeah. I, so I think most people aren't like Satanists. Not behind everything. Why are they like? Unless they're just like, there's so much stuff that you see in the media that you know isn't true. Mm. Mm. It's like when you have the president saying, oh, there was an attack in Sweden yesterday, all this other stuff. And then on the other hand, all of the stuff he says is fake news. Mm. Who knows what's real anymore? Are you coming out on the side of Flat Earth now? No, 100% <laughs> not. It's like I, I so, can sort of understand why someone would be like, well, they said all this other stuff yeah, was yeah, true. Yeah. 
why would the flood not? Why is this any different? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what he said. Like, you know, why why shouldn't I question these things? And, mm. and I should question things. One of the things I one of the issues I have, and Flato is probably a great example. It's probably really easy. It was definitely really easy to test it out for yourself. Yeah. The effort required to test out Flat Earth, just getting some maths going on, maybe or if they pulled their resources and built some sort of rocket, uh, they could test it out. So why don't they? Well, I mean, they have tested it. They've done all of this math. They're just The math is wrong. Mm. And it's one of those things where it's like with all of the false flag stuff and like a lot of this other stuff, when you're in a community that all believes the same thing, you have this effect where it all backs it up. It's like, well, all of these people can't be crazy. Mm. Mm. But guess what? And it, and <laughs> it turns out they, they can. Yeah. But the, and the same argument can be thrown back at us. Yeah. Why don't we, if we are so convinced that it's round, why don't we put our effort into not recording a podcast but proving it? We because, don't need to because yeah, it's Yeah, enough people have already done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for a while there, Flat Earth, I thought was, and a lot of people claimed that it was just a joke. And it was like, oh, no, it's, they, all, they all know and they're in on the joke and it's just kind of a, like a weird group of people that like doing weird things. Yeah. I think for the last 20 years I, I remember hearing that. But now it's... I think it's... A, I think even more than like Pizzagate where there's like that tiny... Like there's that segment of the thing, not a tiny segment, probably a decent segment that's like spurring it on ironically. Yeah. To get the people who do care like fired up. Yeah. I reckon the people who are ironically flat earthers now is like tiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, and do you think they're like, shit, what have we done? Do we need to like, <laughs> like almost a reformed flat earther? I think the people who are legit into flat earth now are like, They've got their own thing going on. They're not just going off like something from the 1500s. Mm. Oh, I think that that round mat base base one is from maybe the 1800s. Yeah, so not super old, but yeah, but they're, they're not going off like the olden days where there was like someone had drawn up a map where it's like a square and you can see the water coming. Yeah, off yeah. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the arguments I read was like, you know, well, we knew we we knew the world was flat for way longer than we've thought it was round yes so <laughs> that's probably more likely correct but yeah it's like i think it's really a religious thing and when you think that there are satanists pulling the strings it makes sense mm. but it's like there's like there's some deep weird untrue signs behind it like like we were saying yesterday with the uh, the guy that was like pizza gate oh yeah the world's a fractal it's like that's what they mean this is this weird fractal and if you look at Fractal, like if you look at how things are put together, like when you go down far enough, everything's fractals. Why not when you go out? Well, when you zoom deep. out, yeah, awesome. yeah, exactly. I no, have I lost you or have I gone you 100% on board? You just repelled me. When you see the little spirals of the universes <laughs> fractaling out amongst each other, but I mean, that's the thing you do go out far enough and things start looking like fractals again. Mm. Why can't there just be a wee little fractal that's the planet Earth with a tiny little sun? <laughs> <laughs> and the moon yeah. Oh one of the other events I actually forgot to bring this one up uh, The sun and the moon You can see them in the same sky In the same sky sometimes mm. And like shouldn't they be on opposite but, sides But how <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I wrote this quote down I didn't write who said it I couldn't be bothered But it says We feel no motion of an earth Travelling at a thousand miles per hour each day Around a sun travelling a thousand miles per second Through the universe 
Whoa. Does it feel like we're moving? Yeah. What Wouldn't your hair be like blowing yeah. and stuff? Why are we all like, whoa, yeah. grabbing onto things? How are we even staying on the earth? Yeah. Gra- gravity's a theory. I oh, can... that was another one. People say that gravity's a theory. All these are theories. But I mean, even with like, all right, let's say there's like a few little science things that gets like updated when mm. you get older. And it's like, let's say fake news, blah, blah, blah. But there are real like conspiracy things where 20 years ago, like the mainstream media said 100%, this isn't real, this didn't happen. And InfoWars types are like, oh, it did happen. So you've got like the Bilderberg Group mm-hmm. and like MK Ultra and mm-hmm. all those little things. And then down the track, you're like, oh, there is a Bilderberg Group, but don't worry about it. Mm. Or <laughs> yeah, there was MK Ultra, but it was just like, just a, it was just a little thing. It wasn't a mainstream thing. Yeah. But like for years, the official story is none of this stuff ever happens. Yeah. So it's like, well, these are the same people saying the Earth's not flat. Even just, I did see like this week, people on like the Reddit conspiracy forum are like, you know, 10 years ago, people would laugh at you if you talked about there being a deep state mm. or like this shadow government. And now it's like a really mainstream yeah. thing that there is, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, NSA is probably a big one. You know, they're yeah. listening to everything we say. Turns out they were. Yeah, so you can sort of you can see why someone would start to be like, but on the other hand, jump in a fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you like? Yeah, by that token, there might be something we discuss in the context of now that we might be wrong about. In 20 We're going to look like such fucking idiots. Yeah. What happens in twenty years when the government comes out and they're like, "Look, we had to fake all these shootings, but it was for your own good." Yeah. It was so we could take away your guns in 2023. By the way, Comet Pizza, total total pedophile haven. Yeah. Mm. Um, Earth, flat as a pancake. Kidding this whole time. Gotcha. <laughs> <Yeah>. Gotcha. <laughs> Did anything happen with Pizzagate since we... Like, just more like pedophiles have been arrested in unrelated things. I don't mm. think that many. Mm. I think like the raids, from, like that stuff that was happening last time we talked has just continued to happen. The thing is... Pedophile raids tend to happen like in cycles mm. because once they bust like a few people, then they they use that to bust more people. I think we should wrap it up. Let's do that. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. How about we discuss it off air? Yes. Yeah. So we don't lock ourselves into anything. Yeah. yeah. We're halfway down and realize there's no rabbit hole. Yeah. Under promise. Over deliver. Uh, That's our promise to you, gentle <laughs> listeners. <laughs> What's our social media deeps? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sexenheimer. Oh, at Ale of the Time. At Saltmarsh. And you can follow the podcast at Hypothepod. Hypothepod. <laughs> I've, always no. been, I've been saying Hypo the Pod. Hypo the Pod is. All right. Hypothepod. <laughs> Way better. <laughs> or hypo the Pod. And you can also. Uh, we're on Facebook at Hypothetical Institute. We should be on iTunes hopefully within the next day or so. Yeah. Uh, you can subscribe to the feed manually. Uh, check the Twitter. There's a, a quick lesson on how to do that. Uh, and if we are on iTunes, give us a rating. Yeah. yeah. Give us a little sneaky... It doesn't have to be five, but... No, it has to be five. Okay, give us a five. And leave a review. Yeah. yeah. Say how handsome we sound. And can we also say smash that like button? That's the thing people say, isn't it? Let's oh. just smash that like button. It's just on YouTube. Is it? Ah. Okay. You can smash... There's still a like S- button on smash. the facey, though. Yeah. yeah. Twitter, you have the little heart thing. Heart? Smash that heart button. Uh, hearts are pretty inconsequential. Likes, are, we'll get a like and a share. Share us on Facebook. 
bit of retweeting. Cam, Cam's shaking his head. You don't like this. So unprofessional. This is how you do it. This is like, oh my God. The listeners are like, when are they going to shut the fuck up? Well, we'll shut up when all of our listeners, we know who you are. Hmm. Have tweeted. Smash that like button. Smash the like button. Hearted like us. The like bucket. Followed. Like bucket. <laughs> right. Let's wrap this up. See you, folks. Bye.